0: listening to Marcus and Sandy
1: On Demand. More music, more variety. Star 101.3, it's Marcus and Sandy, 606. Good morning.
2: Good morning. We have made it to Friday, everyone. Yes. Congratulations.
1: Rain in the forecast tomorrow.
2: I I saw that. It's only Crazy, couple, right? It's only a couple days, though, right?
1: Yeah, but uh, I think it's been 35 days of just straight dry.
2: Yeah, we've definitely needed it.
1: We need it, and it's not going to be enough. Yeah. So I just... I,
2: very dry winter.
1: Very strange. Yeah. Really screwed up the snow conditions. Which I've never said in my life. Which, there's still snow, but you you didn't go to the right place. No. Well.
2: You went two weekends. Was it last weekend you went?
1: It was last weekend. It was last weekend. And then, so this weekend would have been a snowy weekend. Would it have? I missed God. it. You guys ever do that, where you miss it by a week? All the
2: time. That's just life. We
1: seem to have this pattern where we leave the coast side on the prettiest weekends ever, and then on the weekends we should have been, for example, in the snow, we're at home. Yeah. So we'll be home this weekend. Uh, how are you?
2: I'm okay. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just I was just texting my friend how happy I am that I'm not in pain every morning. It's yeah. so amazing to like have my life back.
1: Are these the anti-inflammatories?
2: Yeah, and I'm trying to adjust my my diet and I definitely need some more exercise, so it's a little bit of everything. But my God, I, it's just like I feel normal. Like, I, I hear my back every day. I hear weird things in it. Right. It sounds like it's crumbling apart. That's literally what it sounds like. But I'll take the crumbles. I'll take the crumbles over, like, horrific pain any day.
1: I can make my shoulders talk. You want to hear? Ew, no.
2: no. Watch, 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 watch. Nobody wants Shh. to hear it. No. Ew, you're Gross. disgusting. I don't know
3: if that went over the mic, though.
1: No?
2: And let's not ask him to do
1: it again. Yeah, I can't. No. Anyway, so that's, that's a one-day. That was oh, a one-pop
2: a a one, a one pop.
1: I was uh, I was on Sandy's Instagram. If you go to @sandystick, your uh, your trainer was had that personal massager on your leg or whatever. that oh,
2: was. Oh yeah, they sell those kind of things. Very I got one too.
1: Looking instrument.
2: No, I bought one of those too from Instagram. But I yeah, I bought the the cheap version. But uh, yeah, it's really helpful. Did it work? I mean, it helps get a lot of the stuff out. There's a lot of fluid sometimes in your body or inflammation. Okay. Or scar tissue or whatever. Yeah, it felt a lot better. Is it the my aqu- knees were sore that day though?
1: Is it like a battery operated foam roller basically?
2: Are you foam rolling your leg with that thing? No, no, Whoa. no, 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 no. By the way, um, if anyone has arthritis, like I'm kind of new to this, but it's really weird how the, what I have is something called enclosing spondylitis. I hate the word, so I don't even want to say it. But it, it's like arthritis of your back, but it also goes to your knees and your other joints. Mm-hmm. So both of my knees now, my kneecaps feel it. Mm. Sometimes my shoulders feel it. Sometimes my lower back. And I'm like, God, man, this getting older crap is really, yeah. it's for real. <laughs> and it hits you. Like last year, first five months i was fine then all of a sudden stuff started happening it's i was like weird, oh my right? god yeah it blows
1: once you get close to 40 <laughs> your body starts like reacting to all the all everything the bad in life things you put it through yeah for the first 40 years of your life
2: if anyone else has what i just said though like let me know because i I would like to build a community. What's so it I called better again? Enclosing un- Spondylitis. The lead singer of um, Imagine Dragons has it, uh-huh. and he's so passionate about finding research. He has a whole videos YouTube channel about it. Like, he's crazy into it.
1: I'll bet you Facebook has a has a group for that. I think so. All right. Yeah. Jason, you good? What's going on? Good, yeah. What do I got going on this weekend? You like, said
2: nothing, right? Didn't you say that? No, like that was low-key?
3: last weekend. I think my wife has a hair appointment tomorrow, so I'm going to be stuck with both kids. Stuck. Like I've, I'm terrible Listen person.
1: to you. you <laughs> (laughs) Be babysitting.
3: I'm gonna have both kids, so it's gonna be a zoo more than normal.
2: Jason has a two-year-old son Owen, and they just had a baby girl Eve, and she's what a month and a half. Yeah, Yeah.
1: it's so funny how you have to police yourself when you say certain things out loud as a as the dad. Like when people ask me, I don't ever say my wife doesn't work. I say she doesn't work outside the home. Oh, okay. Or for example. You know, the natural inclination is to go, I'm going to be stuck with both kids. And everybody gets it. Yeah. But there's going to be that one one person person. that gets triggered. You're totally right. Because I, so I always have to police myself and go, "Uh, I have the
2: privilege of hanging out with my daughter tomorrow. Jason. Which is so annoying though, because like every parent would totally understand how you're feeling. But it takes one sissy to (laughs) overanalyze.
3: I mean, think about this, Sandy. I'm at home with both kids. You can't even go to the bathroom. No, you can't. You
2: better hold it in. I mean,
3: it's nuts. If you try, like, you got to go as fast as possible. And then everyone starts crying because they think that you fell off the face of the earth. Right, right. You're probably probably never coming back. You
2: have the door open, right? Just to monitor. (laughs) No, I can't do that. My son will run in
3: and start to, like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) he'll push me, he'll tackle me, and then it'll be a mess. Oh, God.
1: you know disgusting. how you know how upset somebody out there would get if I said like if I admitted it in a in a moment of frustration that I've that I've wanted to punt my daughter. Like but see,
2: that makes me sad. That makes me <laughs> sad that parents don't understand it because I think that's real talk. It doesn't mean you really want to. Oh, I think everyone
3: understands. I think they understand. They do. It doesn't make you feel any less of a horrible. Human. No, but he's you're right saying. though.
2: There's one, or, or heaven forbid, you do something, say something online that's real. Yeah. Someone will take that out of context, and then you're a bad parent. I think we're
3: lucky that you could sort of read tone when you're like on the air. Like yeah. on on Facebook, it's like there's no tone in the right t- in the text, so right. it
1: looks worse than it really is. <laughs> Picture my daughter going through some goalposts. Sorry. 611. <laughs> <6/11. laughs> Listen, uh, we have a chance for you to win a little something. Lindsey Sterling coming to the Concord Pavilion July 18th. That's the date. Tickets are on sale today at 10 at livenation.com. That's this morning. We have tickets with Don't Blow It coming up next. More music, more variety. Star 1013. Rascal Flats, I was saying they're coming to Shoreline this summer, and I just, I got this visual of 21,000 cowboys and cowgirls raising their cores lights to the
2: Life is a highway. You're really into that song.
1: Well, if you've never been to a country concert, that is a fun hang. Mm. I don't care if you like country music or not. Like, those, those people party.
2: June 13th.
1: Who's going to be here?
2: Chris Stapleton. Hey. Cannot wait. <laughs> Already planning an overnight trip with my girlfriend. Mm-hmm.
1: 622. Uh, we have tickets for Lindsey Sterling at the Concord Pavilion, also a fun place to see a show. July 18th, tickets are on sale today at 10 a.m. at livenation.com. You're going to win yours with Don't Blow It coming up next.
2: So, I really quick want to talk about uh, my trip to CVS yesterday and how obvious it is that the coronavirus is affecting everyone. It's just so, it's just things you wouldn't think mm-hmm. you would need until they're not there. So, I'm traveling out of town this weekend. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get alcohol wipes for my phone. They don't have them. I wanted to get Clorox wipes. Completely sold out of every kind, the generic kind, the Clorox kind, everything. It was weird to see all the shelves empty for the specific things that people are freaking out about. Now, they still had toilet paper. They still had tissues and stuff. But all the hand sanitizer totally sold out. In fact, when I was packing last night, I found like three bottles just around my house. Packed them. I didn't know if I'd need them or not.
1: Well, I have a a box of little, those little wipes, alcohol wipes left over from my wife's pregnancy. I don't remember what we used them for, but I brought a few in yesterday, but then I thought, no, I need these for my
2: family. Oh, well, thank you for not sharing and letting us know on the air you're not going to share with us. F
1: my coworkers.
2: (laughs) I know, you didn't bring any in, did you? No, uh uh-uh. Remember I texted you yesterday? I asked you if I could buy a couple from you?
1: Did you? I thought you were asking me if you could buy some for me.
2: No, I need
1: some. Oh, I thought you were... T- Here, I brought you one.
2: Okay. Oh, wow. I better guard that with my life. I'm
1: saying. They're like cigarettes in okay, prison. Just, You're okay. welcome. Thank you. Uh, Yesterday,
2: I was going to refill my um my prescription for my inflammatories, because mm-hmm. I have two pills left, and that is pretty much, as of right now, what keeps me not in pain in the morning. Okay. Uh, And I called at like 10 in the morning. It says, we're processing. We're processing your thing. I'm like, how long does this take? I got there at three o'clock they're like we're still processing I'm like it's been five hours she said yeah we're a little backed up damn and I said serious she goes yeah she goes also because the coronavirus everything's and everything's crazy Dang. now so you know what time I finally got my my text that my pills were ready huh. at seven o'clock at night and how long was that uh I don't know it was all day I didn't go I didn't even go pick him up wow I'm there I, I wouldn't leave my house again but it, was cra- it really showed me, like, on a very small level, mm-hmm. the the paranoia that people are, are going through.
1: I went by uh, our dealership, Stuart Chevrolet, yeah. you know, Scott and those guys in Colma to pick up my Volt. I just bought the lease on my Volt. And as I was leaving, the GM, Jonathan, pulls a box out of his desk. He's like, hey, you want some hand sanitizer? I'm like, what? They have little monogrammed. Stuart chevrolet hand sanitizer containers with hands i'm like give me like give me three of those
2: i know isn't that funny how that's like contraband now
1: yeah It's like don't wave those I've got around. Three
2: bottles in my purse. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is precious cargo. You know
1: the street value on these things. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
2: we're reading so anyway. many stories, and we'll talk about it during what's trending. But like, oh my god, like people are trying to make their own, and Tito's vodka <laughs> even had to say, "Yo, uh, you don't need to make it out of our vodka. Don't,
1: don't, don't make hand sanitizer out of vodka. We'll get into this during what's trending. But the the alcohol content is not high enough. Yes. So don't. I know it sounds plus drink the vodka. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 625. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. We're going to play What's Trending here, so it's time to call.
2: Uh, we're going to play What? Uh, don't blow it. Sorry. It's okay. 800-800-1013. We need three contestants right now.
1: More music, more variety. <laughs> Star 101.3. It's Marcus and Sandy. Time to win those tickets for Lizzie Sterling. We've got uh, three people on the phone for Don't Blow It. Good morning. Yay. Happy Friday. Yay. Blue Blue.
2: All right, everyone. We've got Sean in San Ramon, Frankie in Hayward, and Kathy in Alameda. I'm sure you guys know how to play this, but uh, for people listening, we're going to ask everyone the same exact question. We need everyone to get the answer right. If one person gets it wrong, nobody wins.
1: You guys ready? Yeah. All right. Yep. Don't blow it. We're going to two of you on home. Stand by. Yeah, we go to Sean in San Ramon. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, brother. Here we go.
2: All right, what does B.C. stand for? Like At, uh, like the year 100 B.C.? B.C.? Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Year B.C. Yeah,
1: if we say 100 B.C., what does that mean? Uh, I don't know. At all? Give me something. Take a guess, bro. Um... Billion century. Billion century. Okay, got it. I like it. Very creative. Stand by. Okay, we go to Frankie and Hayward. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, man.
2: All right. Here's your question. What does BC stand for? As As in in 100 BC. Before Christ.
1: Nice. All right. Stand by. Then we go to Kathy in Alameda, finishing strong. Here's the question.
2: What does BC stand for? As in 100 BC or the year BC? Before Christ.
1: Nice. Hang on. Everybody back on the line. Uh, the question oh, was no. what does BC stand for? Like as in 100 BC? How'd we do, Sandy? Let's
2: see. Kathy Guest, before Christ.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Frankie Guest, before Christ. Uh-huh. Sean Guest, billion century. Oh, Sean bailed. Oh, Sean was upset and left the phone call. The shame. But you know what? (laughs) For not knowing, that was a very creative guess. I
1: enjoyed it. I enjoyed it.
2: Sorry, guys.
1: You guys, you can try again Uh, Monday, okay? You want to try your hand at it. It's harder than it sounds when you're in the car. Uh, Don't blow it again. Monday morning 6:25 right here we'll take a check of what's trending next on Star 1013
3: Now now is What's Trending with Marcus
0: and Sandy news gossip and everything you'll be talking about today here in the Bay What's Trending
3: on Star 1013
2: Demi Lovato was on Ellen yesterday promoting her new single called I Love Me and Ellen asked about her relapse I didn't really realize um what led to her relapse was her feeling controlled by all the people that was that were working with her uh, they wouldn't allow her to eat They wouldn't allow her to have room service. They would monitor when she went to Starbucks what she ordered. When it was her birthday, they didn't let her have cake. They gave her a piece of watermelon with some whipped cream on it. Why? Because they wanted her to lose weight. So she just felt super pressured to be wow. thin. And she said, my bulimia got really bad. I asked for help. I didn't receive the help I needed. So I felt abandoned. So I drank. And that night I went to a party and there was other stuff there. And it was only three months before I ended up in the hospital. Man. See, one thing leads to another. It's like you try, you try, you try. And she didn't have the support she needed. I really like what she said about um, if anyone else is in a similar position. Here's some advice that she gave.
4: If you do go through this. You yourself can get through it. Um, You can get to the other side, and it may be bumpy, but you are a 10 out of 10. Like, don't forget it. And as long as you take the responsibility, you can move past it and learn to love yourself the way that you deserve to be loved.
2: So
1: good. So much growth. Demi Lovato's awesome.
2: Um, I'm really tired of all the coronavirus headlines, but we would look dumb if we didn't talk about it. So here's some new ones. Uh, People apparently trying to make their own homemade hand sanitizer using vodka. Yeah. Tito's Vodka had to put out a statement saying, can you please not use your vodka?
1: The alcohol content in vodka is not high enough to kill germs effectively. Right. It has to be at least 60%. Vodka's clocking in at about 40. Yeah. So, uh...
2: Well, you could have used that moonshine I got you last year.
1: I'm saying the blue smoky moonshine is 64%. (laughs) I'm not saying you can make hand sanitizer out of it, but I'm not saying you can't.
2: (laughs) It might set things on fire, though. Uh, Starbucks has also suspended the use of reusable cups because uh, they're worried about germs. Yep. Lowell Highs, or Lowell School in San Francisco closed because one of the student's parents has coronavirus. Oh, wow. So it looks like they're trying to, or at least exposed to it, so they are taking precautions. Uh, we talked about yesterday there's a cruise ship off the coast of San Francisco. Yep. Do you know the latest with that?
1: So according to my Cruise Tracker 3000, the Grand Princess cruise ship anchored about 80 miles west of the Año Nuevo State Reserve, so down there kind of due west of Boulder Creek off a of highway one members of the National Guard and the CDC got airlifted via chopper to drop off test kits. Uh, they're not the governor's not letting it dock anywhere in California until 35 people are tested because they showed flu-like symptoms. There're like 2,500 people on that boat. Yeah, so can you
2: even imagine being stuck on that boat? I would be paranoid, too. I wouldn't want to leave my room.
1: Can I get liquor delivered to my room, and are we out of food? These are the two questions that I would have on a daily basis. Yeah, I get it. So uh, we will keep you posted on that.
2: Also, we just posted, oh, oh, Taylor Swift donated a million dollars to relief efforts in Nashville. Of Mm -hmm. course, uh, we're talking about the tornadoes that hit on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. She said, Nashville is my home, and the fact that so many people have lost their homes and so much more in Middle Tennessee is devastating to me. Uh, Also on our Instagram, this is dumb, but it made me laugh. Uh, Jason wanted to post this. What's that? I was apparently on The Talk on CBS. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, They were talking. So a couple of the ladies from The Talk, Carrie Ann Anava and and Sharon Osbourne, they were in the audience when Oprah was in town at the Chase Center here in San Francisco. Right. And they interviewed her afterwards. So they played part of that interview last week. They put some shots from the crowd, and I was uh, in one of the crowd shots.
1: Whose amazing camera was this taken with? Because...
2: It's the saddest thing in the world. Is this is my one and only TV credits, but uh, I will take it. Yeah, I'm the, I, I will work my ass off, and I swear to God, I'll never be on TV. I mean, I'm not saying that for reals, but it just makes me laugh. But anyways, if you want to see that, it is on our Marcus and Zeddy Instagram. Give it a follow. The only other
1: thing I have to add is that Tinder's cracking me up because they have put out reminders on how to uh, for their users on how to prevent co- the coronavirus infection.
2: What is Tinder recommending? In app, the
1: message reads, "Your well being is our number one priority." They're just reminding people to. Wash your hands, carry hand sanitizer, avoid touching your face, and then keeping a social distance in public in a public gathering. It's got to suck if you actually get a connection on Tinder. You get a right swipe. You go on a date. It's awesome, and you just want to make out at the end, but you end up having to just fist bump out because <laughs> you don't want to get the – any other you know questionable activity during the date apparently is fine, but don't kiss on the mouth. And
2: don't touch faces.
1: <laughs> uh, let's see. There, it's Oreo cookie day. It's National Dentist Day, or as I like to say to my dentist, I like you, but I still don't want to be here. Uh, National employee The irony of those, by the way. I know. National Employee Appreciation Day and National Day of Unplugging.
2: Oh, today? Yes. That's the dumbest thing in the world. I don't know To why. have it on a work day? You can only really successfully do that if it's a weekend. After hours? You have to play, yes.
1: Or take the day. If you fly to Vegas, but you're at a slot machine, is that considered unplugging, asking for a friend?
2: No, but it's considered meditation.
1: Yeah. Have fun this weekend.
3: And that's what's trending today in the Bay.
2: Catch up on everything you'll be talking about with your friends at work today. Weekday mornings at 6.50, 7.50, and 8.50.
0: See
3: those stories and more in the Marcus and Sandy blog now at 1013.com.
1: More music, more variety. Star 1013 marcus and sandy we're doing second date update if you're new uh this is our most popular segment it's every morning at 705
2: yes and we're talking to people who've gone on a date and then they don't hear back from the person they went out with yeah we try to call them to see what's going on
1: so rick's on the phone what's up rick hey what's up guys
2: hey so all right we uh we got your email about sandra tell us a little bit about your date uh how'd you guys meet and, and all that good stuff
5: okay yeah, so we met on Match.com. Cool. And it actually worked. And we went to go get sushi. <clears throat> it was a really great time. I thought she was super funny and, like, well, she's a massage therapist, so, I mean, that doesn't hurt. And um she's, like, really impressive. I love smart girls. So she's, like, not only is she a... Uh, doing that but she's also getting her master's in kinesiology like she's just like she was just hitting the ball for me wow I thought uh, the
1: she was really good it's sapiosexual what does that even mean someone who is attracted to smart people
2: i mean shouldn't everybody be attracted to smart people
1: some people it doesn't matter mm, i guess to you're right. be real but anyways so she was
2: probably beautiful but also tour. just a very smart uh, motivated woman
5: i like it yeah, and I love that. It really is my type. Cool to a T. Nice.
2: Um, and I
5: thought—I mean, she was laughing, so I thought I was—you know was funny, good. which is what girls like, right? Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> what has
1: happened since then?
5: Okay, well, since then I've hit her up. Um, I have text a few times. I—I uh, I think callings can, you know, you know, calling can—you know—you know—calling can be weird nowadays, so I haven't right. called, but I've texted, and I know she's seen them because she has the little like the iPhone, like I see like, seen the text. Yeah, yeah, the red receipt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. so, like I know she's seen it. I'm like, oh, I don't know what I did wrong. Aww.
2: Getting
5: dissed.
1: Did the date end well? Was it like a, a kiss, a
5: hug, I mean, it a side worked. hug? A kiss or a hookup. But I mean, it was like, oh, let's do this again. Like I thought there was a, was thing. a second date.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, that's okay. Mm. That's why we do this segment. This is way more common than you know. So we're gonna call her next and try to stay quiet on the other line. We'll see if she'll uh, let us know what's going on. Okay.
1: Okay. Play a song, and then we'll do it, all right? By the way, Backstreet Boys coming to town on a world tour this summer, two stops in the Bay. We will have tickets up for you all weekend long on Star 101.3. More music, more variety, Star 101.3. It's Marcus and Sandy. That was the Backstreet Boys. Uh, I want it that way. Don't forget, they're going to be coming to town a couple of shows. We will have tickets up for you to win all weekend long. We got to get back to second data update.
2: We've been talking to Rick. Rick uh, went on a sushi date with Sandra. You guys met on Match, fun date. Yeah, she was really smart, career oriented. You liked that. Uh, you made her laugh a lot, and now she's not hitting you back at all on text. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. So you know the drill. We're going to call her, and hopefully, she'll let us know what's going on.
1: Okay. All right. Thank you. clipping the number. Here we go.
2: Hello. Good morning. Uh, Sandra? Uh, Yeah, Susie. Hi, th- hi there. This is actually uh, Sandy. I, I do a morning radio show called Marcus and Sandy on Star 101.3. Have you heard of our show? Oh, no way.
1: I, I love your show. Short for Sandra. Am I right? Are you guys even yeah. related? Um,
2: you know my real name is Sandra. No way. Yeah. You know my parents always call me Sandra every That's time. Right. I forgot. So um, we actually do a little segment on our show called Second Date Update, and I'm not sure if you've heard of it. But we were contacted by somebody that you know. Do you remember going out with a guy named Rick? Oh God, yeah, oh. I remember this guy. This is
1: going to be amazing. Okay, so do you know? Do you know this segment? You know what Second Date Updates all about?
2: Yeah, I do. So uh, yeah. okay, well, should we just tell her? Then? That's just great. Just Rick. Rick is actually on the phone. So, Hi. Rick, you are you still there? Come on in, Rick. Hey. Hey. So, Sandra, <laughs> we'll try to make this less awkward for you. He said the date was really fun. He thinks you're smart as hell and obviously would like to go out with you again. How are you feeling? Hey, Rick.
0: Um hey, what's up? Was really awkward. I was expecting not to really ever talk to you again. <laughs> but um, here oh. we are. Uh, the date was for me... Okay. So my side of the story was everything was going really great. I thought this guy, like the first time I saw him, I was like, he's really cute. He even told me that he does um, physical therapy and I'm a massage therapist. So I was like, this is great. We have so much to talk about and we could go deeper too. We had intelligent conversations and he kind of has a passion for helping people with their bodies and their minds. And so Honestly, it was going really well at first, okay. but then he kind of started making weird comments about me being a, a massage therapist. It started to feel creepy because he wouldn't stop. Like we had, we had a bottle of sake, so maybe that was it. Like he was saying things like, Do "People get naked," like things that he knows cross the line when we're when you know, like. It, it crosses the line when you have a patient that you're with and I have a client. Like, it's so inappropriate. And then he kept. He was like, "Do you ever do more than a massage?" Ew. Which I was, like, yeah, it was disgusting. And I was kind of trying to laugh it off. And I was like, "Okay, get uh, maybe hey, he's question. pregame. I'm like, maybe not a fair
2: question. No, <laughs> maybe.
0: not a fair question." And like, well, yeah, and I was like, maybe he's just really tipsy and like nervous. But then he asked if he could have a massage tonight. Like, he followed up the question his question of like, do you ever want, do you ever do more than a massage with what if I wanted a massage and like, kind of like winked, And I was just like, this is, this is too much. If he doesn't respect my career and, or I respect boundaries and on a first date, like it just wasn't a good look. Like okay. I was not feeling for that.
2: Where is this? Did you, did you drink too much and say weird stuff? What's what's going on?
5: No, no, no. Okay. All right. I definitely respect what she does. We're in very parallel fields. Um, i just I'm deeply sarcastic like and she was giggling so I thought she just that's I thought she got it and yeah I thought I was killing it so I made the move near the end which now in hindsight is super inappropriate but I thought she was I'm just super sarcastic.
1: I love that. I thought I was killing it. I've been there, dude. I've been there.
2: Um, okay, so Sandra, that's that sounds pretty honest. He thought he was being hilarious. He didn't know you were weirded out. Do you maybe want to try this again? Maybe it was just a awkward miscommunication, too much booze. I don't know. I
0: honestly don't. I'm yeah. sorry, Rick. I just like I, it. Just was a vibe I got, and I I couldn't get behind it.
1: All right. Well, hang on. That's not gonna work. Thought he was killing it favorite line (laughs) someone can relate (laughs) totally been there uh 705 weekday mornings we do second date updates so make sure you tune in again monday morning coming up next i'll be honest with you i need some advice anybody who is in charge of taking care of their parents at home uh my dad is driving me nuts and there's something that's happening and i don't know how to handle it and i know y'all are good at it so give it a second and i'll tell you what's going on coming up next okay it's star 101 three More music, more variety. Star 101.3. It's Marcus and Sandy. It's 721. Good morning. Uh, I need some advice. And I'm, Sandy, I'm not sure if you're the one to help, but my dad's driving me crazy. He's 84. He lives downstairs. If you listen to this show, you know that I'm like his number one caregiver. He also has another caregiver. I get it. He's still drinking way too much.
2: So you way ha- too much. You have told your dad in the past he needs to chill out on the drinking. Yes. And he has not listened to you. I've even
1: given him a path and told him, I will buy all the wine you want. Just get off the hard stuff. Reason being. He
2: likes rum, correct? He
1: loves rum. <laughs> he's not
2: listening right now, is he? No, not at all. Okay.
1: The reason, and and, and I want to preface this by saying my dad is a beautiful man. He's not an angry drunk. He's not a mean drunk. He's not a bad drunk. He just likes to sip he and watch TV. To, he
2: likes to pass the time with all a little bit day. of a
1: buzz. A little bit. <laughs> so to give you a, to so if you want to see a picture of him, we have a good relationship. It's Marcus D up on Instagram. He's a wonderful guy, but he does what he wants. And if anybody else has a dad like this where they're like, you tell them something and they go, yeah, no problem. I'll do, it. And then they don't. Yeah. They just do whatever. So the other day, my wife caught him on our cameras coming up to our liquor cabinet. She's like, dude, I watched him do a five count on that bottle. Do you know what that means? Not really. Holds his glass out and he uses a big Starbucks Venti plastic what? cup. Right? Oh, yeah. No, he's a baller. He's a baller. Takes the bottle. One, two, three, four. How
2: many shots would that be equivalent to? I don't
1: know. Four? The bartender out there can tell me. What's a five count? Is
2: your dad's esophagus burned like to the core?
1: Bro, he's been doing this for like, I don't know, seventy years? So like so, who am I to tell him anything? This is what I go back to and this is where I am struggling.
2: Because he's how old? Eighty He's eighty four. Right. And you are his caregiver. Yeah, should I just stand down is and let him do whatever heart, what, he wants? What what is it about him drinking that does not seem to be helpful? Uh, because to it's him. going
1: to trigger another stroke.
2: Okay. So we're it's and for his heart.
1: Selfishly, like I don't know if and this is gonna sound a little bit morbid. I feel like he's kind of ready to go.
2: Oh my god. I know. Why would you say that?
1: Because we're being honest.
2: Okay. Why do you Uh, feel that way?
1: Because that's how he acts. Like, he doesn't care. I have talked to him a thousand times. Okay, I see what you're saying. About cutting it down. Yeah. About, Pops, drink all the wine you... It is the blood of Christ, Papa.
2: Does he smuggle it when you're not around? Is that what he's doing?
1: So he'll go upstairs and drink out of our cabinet. So I've locked all of our liquor up, including that moonshine you brought me, because that would be dangerous. But then I also keep the good wine in the garage, and he's cracked open a couple of my hundred-dollar bottles and put Coca-Cola in them and then thrown them in the fridge and... And I'll tell him, please don't drink my bottles. He doesn't care. And then here's the hard part is we have a grocery store two blocks, two, three blocks down. He has mobility issues and he likes to walk to the grocery store, buy a bottle of rum, come back, but he doesn't take his walker. So he's also so a falling falling. Breaking a hip. And you know what happens when old people break a hip. And so the lady at the grocery store, she's my eyes on the ground. It should be like your dad was in here today. He bought a bottle. Wow. So I went home and I and I, I do it with love now because he has Alzheimer's. I don't yell at him anymore. I, yeah. said, I said, Papa, and I went full Game of Thrones on him. There's a character in Game of Thrones named Varys who says he has birdies everywhere who tell him all the little secrets. And I told him in Spanish that, tengo pajas en todos lados. I have little birds in every corner. Did he
2: understand what that meant?
1: Oh yeah. Okay. And I said, what are you doing buying bottles? He's like, what are you talking about? I go, you mean to tell me if I reach under the counter right now, I'm not gonna pull out a bottle of rum. And he gave me that look. Have your parents ever caught you with alcohol?
2: I mean, when I was little or little, (laughs) when I I was in my like early 20s or before I could drink.
1: So he gave me that look like your parents gave you when they found you with the bottle of schnapps on the side of your bed or whatever. The disappointed look? No, the, the little sly smile that says I've been caught. Oh, okay. And I said, I'm going to deliver a bottle of wine and I'm going to take this bottle of rum. Remember our conversation. So I did. That went about a day. And then yesterday I get home. He's not in his apartment. I'm like, where is he? He was upstairs
2: trying to raid my liquor cabinet again. Oh, so he knows you. He's been locked out, and he's trying to find a way back in. Yeah.
1: Then, he's, right. then he's downstairs in the garage going through my wine again. So what Marcus is trying right to there.
2: ask is, how do you? No,
1: I'm asking, like, do should I care? He's 84. I'm, I'm banging my head against the wall here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is hard. I don't even know. I, I don't even know why I care anymore. That's weird to say that like that. I don't know. Anyway, if, hey, listen, just hit me up on Facebook, because I really want to know. If you're if you're dealing with this, if you're struggling with this, if, if there's a professional out there that can give me some advice, do I just chain him to the bed and take his credit cards mm. away? Is that is
2: that the answer? No. You know, that's not <laughs> the answer.
1: Uh, Marcus and Sandy up on Facebook, or 800 800 101 Thanks for letting me vent for Of some. course. Appreciate it. Uh, we're going to check what's trending in a little bit.
2: We'll talk Demi Lovato and her honest moment on Ellen yesterday. That's coming up at
5: 7.50. You know... The news can be depressing. I can't. I, I just, I can't.
0: It's time for some good news with Marcus and Sandy on Star 1013.
1: Rolling in the weekend with a smile on your face. That's the plan telling you stories of of strangers helping strangers, little kids doing big things. Maybe you have something in your life that you're celebrating that you uh, messaged us about on the Marcus and Sandy Facebook. Good news this hour brought to you by Scott Hyber Vision Care, Laser Vision Correction in Daly City, Santa Clara, and San Ramon. Sandy, tell me some good news.
2: All right. My good news is about a woman from Quebec. Her name is Rachel LaPierre. She's 56. She won the Lifetime Lottery a few years ago, which means for every week, she gets $1,000 until she dies. She, so she, yeah, she's doing good in life. Uh, she, Sandy
1: would never spend another weekend in the Bay. Um, you would be in Vegas.
2: I don't know what I would do.
1: With a thousand bucks a week? I would
2: absolutely travel all the time, yes. Ah. I don't think I'd be here anymore. Mm-hmm. However, she's a better person than me. Uh, she <laughs> she gives her money away. She actually, her story's really neat. In 1982, she was 21 years old. She won Miss Quebec. Mm-hmm. So she used to be a model. She toured the, uh, the country. She toured the world. Uh, but her heart wanted to help people, so she started doing humanitarian work. She became a nurse, and then in 2013 she won the lifetime lottery, and she started a uh, a charity of her own called Le Buc Humanitaire, and it just it gives away money to the less fortunate. And I just think what an incredible person to spend your life helping people, but also spend your lottery winnings wow. giving it away.
1: She's a better person than this entire room. I would have remodeled my bathroom.
2: <laughs> good on her. What's her name? Rachel LaPierre. Oh, that's great. I like that.
1: We're doing good news right now. Uh, my good news is personal. I just want to report that I got a, an A-plus report card from my chiropractor yesterday. The, oh. The reason why this is significant is that, like, I don't know, a few years ago, I was having a lot of trouble with my back, a lot of trouble walking. I uh, was born with cerebral palsy, so I've been walking wrong my entire life. Well, that takes a toll on your joints and in your lower extremities. And the thing is, so I went in for intensive chiropractic care. Shout out to my doctor, Dr. Sid. But one of the things he told me was, I need you to do some stuff outside of the office. You need to go to the gym. Yeah. Uh, You need to do some exercising and I never did. Yeah. Right? He would be like he'd yell at me every week, Marcus, are you do Marcus, you can come here for the rest of your life if you want. I don't care. I'll take your money, but if you really want to get out of this, you need to start doing some movement. So, I guess my message is for people like me who don't like going to the gym on an intensive level. But you j- haven't
2: gone to the gym. So how has this gotten better?
1: Hear me out. Little things. I park that much farther from any store that I'm going to. If I go to the mall, I park in the back parking lot. If I go to the doctor, I'm parking six blocks away instead of right in front. Okay. Uh, I'm chasing my daughter around. I use her as my own personal kettlebell. We take more walks. I'm riding my bike a little bit. I started doing a little bit of yoga once a week. And somehow, slowly but surely, yesterday, one of the tests that they do is they put you on your back, and then you have to kick your legs up to check your sacrum. And uh, I kicked my legs up almost like a Cirque du Soleil performer. Okay, I'm exaggerating. But you know what I mean. If you kick your legs up and it hurts, that means you're out of alignment. Mm -hmm. And that was happening. But this time around, I was actually wait for it, sort of flexible.
2: That had to feel great.
1: It did. And he's like, whoa. He literally was like, whoa, what have you been doing? And I said, not much. <laughs> but just enough. Just, and the, my, my only point is it just takes a little bit, right? And my, my, it's not for everybody. Some people have to work harder than others. But in my case, as someone who just detests going to the gym, yeah. just a little bit more effort every single day, a 10 to 15-minute walk, a 20-minute walk every single day, might get you right. And I just That's I was, great.
2: Congratulations. I was proud of myself. You that's should be all. proud of yourself. That's a big accomplishment.
1: Anyway, that's our good news. 740, 840 weekday mornings, and you can always share yours so we can celebrate. Drop a note on the Marcus and Sandy Facebook. I'm sitting here staring at it right now. We'll check what's trending next on Star 1013.
3: Now, now. is what's trending with Marcus and Sandy.
0: News, gossip, and everything you'll be talking about today here in the Bay.
3: Trendy on Star 1013.
2: Taylor Swift, who just played, uh, she just donated a million dollars to relief efforts in Nashville because of the tornadoes. She said, Nashville is my home, and the fact that so many people have lost their homes and so much more in Middle Tennessee is devastating to me. We also have a photo on our blog of a mural that was left standing that said, I believe in Nashville. Mm -hmm. And uh, the the irony is the other half of the building was taken out, but the half that was left standing was that, that part of the mural. So it was really, really neat. Yeah. Uh, 1013.com. Click Marcus and Sandy. We also have a video of Demi Lovato. She was on Ellen yesterday promoting her new single, I Love Me. And Ellen was talking to her about her relapse. And uh, something I think a lot of us didn't know was how Demi felt uh, like she didn't have support. She would never had the support she needed from her team. Whoever was surrounding her made her feel really bad about her body. They wouldn't let her eat. Uh, If she tried to order room service, they made sure it was just fruit. If it was her birthday, they wouldn't let her have cake. If she ordered anything at Starbucks, uh, she, they would look at the receipt to make sure sh- they would monitor everything. So she's had some eating disorders in the past. So that triggered her. Mm-hmm. She said, My bulimia got really bad. I asked for help and I didn't receive the help I needed. I felt completely abandoned. So I drank. That night, I went to a party and there was other stuff there. And it was only three months before I ended up in the hospital. Yeah. So she's really been through. just such a hard journey Uh, and here she is telling people if they are ever in the same position how did it feel
4: if you do go through this you yourself can get through it Um, you can get to the other side and it may be bumpy but you are a 10 out of 10 like don't forget it and as long as you take the responsibility you can move past it and learn to love yourself the way that you deserve to be loved
2: David Very wise,
1: wise words. You are a ten out of ten. Sometimes we just need to hear it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like that.
2: Um, you want to give us some coronavirus headlines? Because I'm tired of talking about it, Marcus. I'm tired of you tired about talking about it. You're just tired that I'm tired of it. It's it's important. I know it's important. I, I will still talk <laughs> about it. But I'm not the only one who's tired of it. I understand. Have you seen our Facebook page? People I know. are like, please stop.
1: All right, look. It's just. Uh, let's see. What's the big headline? There's that cruise ship off the coast of California. It's about 80 miles due uh, due west of the. I did know it was State Reserve off Highway 1, just to give you some perspective. According to my Cruise Tracker 3000, it's the Grand Princess cruise ship, and the governor's not letting it dock anywhere in California until about 35 people are tested for flu-like symptoms. Because uh, one
2: person did have it, correct? Yes.
1: Um, and I believe, is this the same guy that, that ended up, well, I'm not even going to speculate, at any rate, there are about 2,500 people on the ship. They're waiting to be able to dock somewhere. The National Guard and the CDC have like airlifted some test kits, so we'll keep you updated on that.
2: Some more headlines. Starbucks has suspended the use of reusable cups mm-hmm. for the time being. Uh, people trying to make hand sanitizer at home because stores are out of stuff. I went to CVS yesterday; they're out of Clorox wipes, they're out of alcohol wipes, they were out of Purell. Like everything's gone.
1: I saw Governor Newsom tweet uh, an ad on Amazon. Somebody was selling a 24 pack of Purell for like 400 bucks. Unreal. Come on, panic, panic, purchase. Tito's vodka had to release a statement on Twitter reminding people. (laughs) <laughs> not to try to make uh, hand sanitizer at home out of vodka yeah, because the alcohol content is not high enough. Uh, also,
2: San Francisco uh, looks like Lowell School yeah. uh, closed yesterday. I don't know if it's closed today, too, but the, one of the students was related to someone who right. had has it, so they're trying to, of course, were they, take ha- precautions. Do they
1: have it or were they uh, the student ex- didn't exposed have it. to it?
2: They are exposed to it because a family member has it. Okay,
1: uh, Let's see. Tinder has reminders on the app now. Um, how to prevent coronavirus, which is hilarious to me because of all the the activity that goes on in Tinder that might be questionable, but mm-hmm. they're reminding you to at least wash your hands. Mm. Just so this is your hourly, hourly reminder to wash, wash your, your hands. Wash your other
2: parts, too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tinder. Uh, what other trends do I have? Steph Curry is trending. He made his return to the basketball court last night at the Chase Center. You would have thought it was a playoff game. The crowd went Crazy. The Warriors did end up losing at to the Toronto Raptors, but it was good to see Steph back on the court. He said the weirdest part about coming back last night was the realization he had during warmups that he had never really played with any of the other guys on the team. Basically, Draymond Green is injured, so mm-hmm. he's out. Anybody else who took the court last night wasn't even with the Warriors last year. They're, the whole team is new. Oh, weird. It's all new guys and Steph. Uh, the Dubs next game. We'll be hosting Philly at the Chase Center tomorrow night. Tip-offs at 5.30. It is Oreo cookie day in lighter news. National dentist day. Also, National Employee Appreciation Day. And National Day of Unplugging, which we think is weird to have on a work day. Yeah. Because how do you unplug? Sandy's going to be unplugging this weekend, I should just take
2: a comp day for that. And I should say, sorry, guys. I'm just respecting it's National Unplugged Day. Society
1: says I have to let
2: go. But I would still be plugged in at home. (laughs) I would watch TV and be on my phone. Exactly.
3: And that's what's trending today in the Bay.
2: Catch up on everything you'll be talking about with your friends at work today. Weekday mornings at 6.50, 7.50, and 8.50. See those stories and
3: more in the Marcus and Sandy blog now at
1: 1013.com. More music, more variety. Star 1013, Marcus and Sandy, 809. Good morning.
2: There is an eighth grade science teacher in Kentucky who is trending right now. He's gone mm-hmm. viral. His name is Brandon uh, Coleman. I, I, I'll tell you why. Well, it, it involved one of his students falling asleep in class, mm-hmm. and he actually did a message on TikTok about how he let him sleep. Really quick, though, the backstory to this is funny. Uh, Like a lot of us, not all of us have a TikTok account. A lot of younger kids do. Right. It's the thing to do. Right. Um, So anyways, this student of his challenged him. He said, hey, I bet you I can get more followers than you can if we create a TikTok at the same time. Mm -hmm. So he got like 50,000 followers in 24 hours. He beat this other student. Dang. So I know. So... He just kept going, kept putting out videos, but one of his videos went viral, and it's the video where, and he didn't expect this, over a million views of this student that fell asleep in class, and he put out a message about why he let him sleep, and it was a really beautiful thing. He found out the day before uh, the student's, I guess, grandfather passed away, mm-hmm. and he just wanted to allow him to, to, to grieve. To process and grieve. Yeah, grief. and to process.
1: Sure. So we were taking a really big
5: test. I passed them out to all the students, and everybody's got theirs. And then I go back to my desk, and I write a little post-it note. I walk it over to this guy, and I stick it to his test, and it basically just says, I'm sorry for your loss. I'm praying for you. You already have a 100 on this test. Don't even worry about it. Just turn it in. I don't say that to brag, and I don't say that to build myself up. I say that because sometimes, as teachers, our tests are not as important as a student's personal life, and we all need to recognize that, students and teachers both.
1: And that is a message that gets lost in just about any workplace, really. We get we get so wrapped up in process and regulations and why are we giving that person a pass and you just forget the human the, the humanitarian aspect of it, which mm-hmm. is this kid had a hard night. You don't know what's going on in his life, you don't know what his home life is like, he just needs to lay his head down and mm-hmm. recharge. Because Think back to school. Think back to some one time where one of your somebody in your class fell asleep. Mm-hmm. What's your immediate thought?
2: Well, most people think they're just a bad student, bad kid, you get judged, don't yeah. care,
1: uh, lazy.
2: Right. Right. Uh,
1: you know, I only started getting my eyes open. My mom. So my mom taught uh, junior high science in East Salinas, arguably low income, ESL. A lot of those kids had really bad home lives. There were a lot of gang activity, a lot of stress, a lot of tension outside of school, mm-hmm. which goes on everywhere. And, and she would explain that to me and be like, you know, sometimes a kid falls asleep in class. And a lot of people put this on our Facebook page. you got to figure out the whole story. What's going on at home? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's when I started really realizing. And then there was one time at work where it really came full circle. I was working at a different radio station about 20 years ago. And one of our um, like interns came in way before his shift, and just fell asleep in the break room. Uh-huh. And somebody from HR just couldn't handle it. So they came out and they threw him out. They called him a security risk. Why are you here so far ahead of your shift? This wasn't here, so don't don't bag on. I This wasn't iHeart or anything. But she threw him out, and I said, what? She goes, he doesn't belong here. His shift doesn't start for four hours. I go, well, he didn't want to go home. His his mom had thrown him out of the house. Oh. Don't care, not our problem. The irony of this was we had just spent the day doing community outreach. Oh, wow. And I looked at the lady and I go, we have one of our own who needs our help. And you can't put aside your corporate stripes to help this kid. Yeah. This is kind of along the same line. Yeah,
2: lines. you're right. You're right. It really isn't just a student thing, an age thing. Yeah. It's a it's a person thing. Uh, somebody commented on our Facebook, you know, it's one of those things where you let the kids sleep and mm-hmm. then maybe express to the parents, is everything okay? Yeah. as they were sleeping. You know, come from it from a po- uh, part of love. But we have another uh, guy, Shane, on our Facebook. He said, My wife and I are both teachers. We would gently tap them on the shoulder and say, Hey, it's time for class. Mm-hmm. There's a loving way to do it, but without the judgment. Sure. Uh, Michael said, Kids have too much homework nowadays. They can't even keep up with the amount of responsibilities they have as kids, Mm -hmm. which I feel for them as well.
1: Yeah. And a lot of times, too, the other hard part is when you can't get the parents on the phone. Maybe they're working too hard. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're not involved. And again, a lot of us, myself included, we grew up where home was a very safe space. We have to remember that not everybody has that.
2: Yeah. I'm not a teacher, but I can't imagine what it's like to see your students every day and everyone's different. Mm -hmm. But you probably get a little preview into their personal lives based on what's going on in class. 100%. Are they present? Are they acting up? Are they tired? It's just, uh, you just have to be sensitive to it, I guess.
1: Can we get a shout out to teachers real quick who work way too damn hard in this state for way too least, wait, I did that way wrong. Too way, way too little. Way too little. Thank yes. you. Appreciate you very much. 8-13. Uh, <laughs> Do we have this video up somewhere?
2: No, not okay. yet. Okay. Uh,
1: coming up next, we're going to talk about if you uh, are about to hit a job interview, maybe you're going for a new job, you might want to scrub your social media because we're reading that. plus of employers will look at your Facebook before you even get to the interview. Something to keep in mind. We'll talk about it next. Star 101.3. More music, more variety. Star 101.3. It's Marcus and Sandy. It's 820. Good morning.
2: Good morning. So more than 60% of companies look at uh, candidates Facebook and Instagram before they even consider hiring them. Lock it up. Yep. (laughs) It's impossible to lock it up. Shouldn't we is all it, just assume we're being stalked at all times? Yes. And I'm not just saying romantically, by friends. It's If you are online, people are looking at your stuff regardless.
1: A hundred percent. We actually posted something yesterday that was seen in the law building at Santa Clara State University on the whiteboard. As a reminder, It's this, somebody had written, Dance Like No One Is Watching. Email like it might one day one day be read aloud in a deposition, mm. and the, the 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 message on that is the internet never forgets. Yeah, and it's always up there.
2: I think I'm the one person in the Bay Area without a LinkedIn profile. Never yes. wanted to create one. Never cared. Sorry.
1: The only the only way I ever cashed in on it was I had one. I had one, to, had one just to have one. Yeah. And then when I applied for this job, they were like, "You can pound out a resume, or you could just link us to your LinkedIn." Mm. And I went.
2: And that was actually smart then.
1: So, I mean, in that case, it was smart. But. I just
2: assume if I lose my job, it's my sign that I'm done in radio. <laughs> I haven't thought about that whole next step thing. Whoops.
1: Sandy could always just move home and do comedy. I don't have that. I don't. I am not
2: moving back to Milpitas. God bless my parents, but I will be depressed. Would you though? Yes. If you had to, would you? If I had to, of course. Anyone would if they had to.
1: I'm not. uh, So there have been certain instances where I've had to hire, and so yeah, the first thing that you do is you go to social media, and there are some. If you scroll back far enough, it's like once you get into college, and then it's like, oh, oh,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. That's a
1: big beer bong. Whoa, you let your friends take pictures of you on the toilet when you're like
2: that? Well, and a lot of us have had Twitter and Facebook for so long. (laughs) I can't go back all the years that I've had it. I know. I probably have some stuff on there that I would be embarrassed about now. Just dumb tweets or something.
1: I think at some point employers have to go, "Um, all right. Right. You know what? Everybody gets older. Everybody grows up. I would be exactly the opposite. In this position, if they were to look at my Instagram, Facebook, et cetera, I believe our bosses would be like, that's it? That's all you got? Why? Like this they guy? want more from you? Yeah. Like, I'm so boring. This guy does pictures of his food and his kid.
2: That's, that seems pretty stable,
1: though. Yon. I think
2: they'd rather have boring than like, whoa, here's this guy pretending it's Cabo, and he's <laughs> it's Tuesday. What are you doing?
3: What, Jason? Would you ever go so far as delete your Facebook if you were getting ready to like apply for a job or whatever? Because I, I, I've it. done that.
2: I've deactivated.
3: When we were shopping for a house, yeah. and the real estate agent tells you that the the owners might, you know, oh, if they have multiple offers, wow. they might dig into who's,
4: who's you know, really? in?
3: and I had pictures of me like you said from college pictures of me tagged from some other chick and yeah. we had a big house party and there's everyone passed out i'm drunk with my shirt off right. i didn't want anyone seeing that and instead of having Wait, to do these a deep dive exist? yeah instead of doing a deep dive for hours and hours trying to untag myself like yeah. deleted everything everything yeah really
2: yeah. you didn't just deactivate you deleted
1: deleted wow. it was gone i didn't have facebook for like a year or two I think the only pictures wow, that sounds
2: so liberating. Of, the
1: only pictures of me that would be unsettling to a potential employer—the are the pictures of me in drag—I've done it a half dozen times, and mm. I'm just not attractive. I'm okay, just, I'm just not—I'm not the drag queen that you want to come across while you're having breakfast. Can we do that TBT next week. You want to? Uh, yeah, I got some. Okay, God, that's unsettling. <laughs> Nobody, you, you don't need to open up your feed and have my, me and drag pop up. Nobody needs to see that. Yeah,
2: but you love it. Do I, though? Let's
1: let the audience be the decider on that. (laughs) (laughs) Let me see what I can dig up, all right? You're welcome in advance. Uh, 824. (laughs) Just a quick reminder to scrub your feet if you're going for that big job. Uh, We're going to check what's trending in a little bit.
2: Uh, Yeah, we will talk about Demi Lovato and what she had to say about her relapse on Ellen. That's coming up at
5: 850. You know, the news can be depressing.
1: I can't. I, I just, I can't.
2: It's time for some good news. With
0: Marcus and Sandy on Star 1013.
1: Doing good news twice a morning. Just trying to brighten your day a little bit. And this hour, once again, brought to you by Scott Hyver Vision Care, laser vision correction in Daly City, Santa Clara, San Ramon. I had it done a dozen years ago, life changer, to be able to go about your life without glasses or contacts. So uh, make sure you hit them up, Scotthyver.com. Sandy, tell me some good news.
2: My good news is about a woman in Quebec. Her name is Rachel LaPierre. She won the lifetime lottery there in 2013, which means every single week for the rest of her life, she's going to be getting $1,000. And she has spent majority of her money giving it away. She's a humanitarian, actually started out as a model in the 80s. She won Miss Quebec when she was 21 years old. She toured. She was, But she just wanted to do more. So she became a nurse, and she joined different charity groups, and now she has her own organization called Le Book Humanitaire. And uh, she donates to the community. She's total like, hands-on, which I think is so awesome.
1: So that money went to the right person. As it really a, a did. A humanitarian. Yeah. Unlike someone like myself, who is a insatiable consumer.
2: Well, one... <laughs> We all are to some degree. Her quote was great. She said, you know, when we're born, we're not born with anything. And right. when we die, we die with nothing but memories. So the important thing is what we do here on Earth.
1: God, she's so much more woke than I am. What's her name again?
2: Rachel LaPierre.
1: So, so awesome. Good on her. thousand bucks a week. I like it. Uh, we're doing good news right now. Mine is personal. I just I got an A-plus report card from my chiropractor yesterday. The reason why this is so powerful is if you listen to the show, you know I, I grew up with cerebral palsy. And so- walking wrong for most of my entire life. A few years ago, I did some intensive chiropractic just to get my back right so I could basically walk without pain, wake up without pain, and it worked. But my chiro was always yelling at me because he's like, you need to get in the gym. You need to strengthen this part. You need to strengthen this part. Or you could just start coming here for the rest of your life. I don't care. Mm -hmm. And every week, I was making a different excuse for not exercising, not getting on the bike, not going to the gym. But then I thought, you know what? Instead of trying to be... A triathlete why not just make little little tweaks so this is for my little tweak people where you just park a little farther from the store you park a little bit farther down the block from your destination you make it a point to walk around you don't take the elevator you play more with your kids take more walks in the neighborhood these are the things I've been doing instead of like I gotta get a trainer and I gotta get on the bike and I gotta get in the gym four days a week look respect if you do that I'm not that person I'm trying my best but yesterday when you know one of the things they do when trying to f- assess where you're at is they put you on your back on your on your stomach and then you have to lift your legs up straight and it, um, they evaluate the amount of pain you have while you're lifting your legs up and how far you can lift your legs up. Well, I kicked both my legs up, no pain, and I almost had, wait for it, range of motion. Whoa. Huh? And he was like, Marcus, I don't know what you're doing, but keep doing it. That's great. And it was the greatest thing. My that's thyroid. the report you want. So shout out to Dr. Sid. And uh, and it just—it was awesome. Little baby steps, little tweaks. So that's, that's my message right now. That's our good news. 7.40 and 8.40 weekday mornings on Star 101.3. Take a check of what's trending next.
3: Now Now. is What's Trending with Marcus and
0: Sandy. News, gossip, and everything you'll be talking about today here in the Bay. What's Trending on
3: Star 1013.
2: Demi Lovato was on Ellen DeGeneres, and Ellen did ask her about her relapse, and she was very honest uh, about how she felt like she didn't have support Apparently, the people she was working with, her team, were monitoring what she ate and drank so closely that she felt like she just couldn't do anything. They'd print out receipts from Starbucks, make sure she wasn't having too many carbs. They wouldn't let her eat birthday cake on her birthday. They wouldn't let her order room service unless it was fruit. So um, she said she had bulimia because of that. And then she felt abandoned. then she drank. And one thing led to another. Um, here's some advice if you have ever been in the same position that she did say on the show.
4: If you do go through this, oh, you...
1: Hang on. At 5, 3, 2, 3,
4: if you do go through this, you yourself can get through it. Um, you can get to the other side, and it may be bumpy, but you are a 10 out of 10. Like, don't forget it. And as long as you take the responsibility, you can move past it and learn to love yourself the way that you deserve to be loved. Demi Lovato.
2: She has a new single out called I Love Me, and it's really mm-hmm. really cool to see someone just completely uh, flip the switch on her own trauma.
1: And to understand someone in her position, so powerful, speaks to so many people, so many, so many young women. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, you just need to hear it. And it doesn't matter if it's bulimia or alcoholism or just an obsession with social media mm-hmm. or, or low self-esteem, pers- low self-esteem. You hear it from, from someone like Demi Lovato. It's, mm-hmm. it's very powerful.
2: That's why I love her so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Starbucks has suspended the use of reusable cups. Lowell, High, uh, Lowell School in San Francisco closed, I guess, because mm-hmm. one of the students uh, was in contact with someone who did have the coronavirus. Right. People were trying to make hand sanitizer with vodka. Tito's had to come <laughs> in and say, please don't use our vodka. It's only 40%. You need 60%.
1: We did ascertain that the moonshine that Sandy brought back for me from Nashville... Uh, so the CDC says the alcohol content has to be at least 60% mm-hmm. and this uh, blue flame moonshine is 64%. So I'm not saying you can make hand sanitizer out of it, but I'm not saying you can't either.
2: Side note, I got Marcus a mini bottle because I was too afraid to get him the full one.
1: 130 proof or something? Huh, I
2: don't even know. It shouldn't be legal. <laughs> But I was around when you did have this. I wish
1: we had this on like video. I,
2: I, I'm glad we don't. You know why? Because I don't have time to film you for 30 minutes just talking out loud about all of your thoughts. <laughs> he got so nostalgic and like, well, I wonder how this guy's doing. Maybe I should write to him. God, he's a good guy. <laughs> it felt like Marcus was reading his his like diary or like his yearbook and just reflecting. But he did it by himself. I was sitting there watching him do this. I was like, okay, no more moonshine for you.
1: Uh, yes, I know your your worker is going to think you're weird if you start mumbling out loud after a <laughs> shot of moonshine.
2: Also, there's a ship uh, that was supposed to be in San Francisco coming from Hawaii, yeah. but one of the passengers did test positive. So now the ship is, where is it at? East? Okay,
1: so it's the Grand Prince's cruise ship. I, I do want to thank the coronavirus on a weird level for exposing me to the Cruise Tracker, which is this new satellite uh, website nerds like me can obsess over. It shows you where all the cruise ships are out in the ocean so the Grand Princess cruise is about I don't know 80 miles west of the Año Nuevo Strait Reserve so like Boulder Creek and then just head west 80 or 90 miles right Uh, and it's just sitting there and the National Guard and the CDC have dropped off test kits there are 35 people experiencing flu-like symptoms they're gonna get tested there are 2,500 passengers on the ship at some point, I guess the governor's maybe going to let them into San Francisco.
2: Right. So they're unfortunately stranded on this ship because mm-hmm. uh, people won't let them come back here. It's got to be hard, by the way, for anyone who has traveled. Um, p- people are so paranoid. They don't want to even touch you. They don't want to talk to you. We right. have a co-worker who just came back from South Korea. Everyone's on high oh, alert.
1: The, yeah, that's the funny. So she... <laughs> She just came back from South Korea or whatever, but they're like, yeah, you should have her in. You should interview her. I don't want her anywhere near our studio. Me and Jason <laughs> are like, nope, I don't need to take that home
2: in my clothes. Poor girl. She's I probably kn- totally fine, and
1: we're just paranoid. I know. I know. You're right. Uh, what else? What else? There was one more coronavirus thing. I forgot. doesn't matter. Steph Curry trending from the sports desk. He made his return to the basketball court last night at the Chase Center. You would have thought it was a playoff game. The crowd went BS crazy. The Warriors ended up losing to the Toronto Raptors, who we uh, coincidentally played in the NBA Finals last year. Uh, Steph said the weirdest part about the comeback was realizing he hadn't played with any of the guys on his team. Wow, that's got to be really weird. Because Draymond Green is injured. He wasn't playing. And nobody else on the Warriors squad was here last year. So, like, Steph walks out there and he goes, I'm sorry, what was your name again? (laughs) Can we get name tags for everybody? The next game for the Dubs going to be hosting Philly at the Chase Center tomorrow night. Tip-off is at 530. Uh, if you need an excuse, it's Oreo cookie day. Sandy still has my favorite way to eat Oreos, which is you make your own double stuffs?
2: Yes, I take off the tops of two of them, and then I stuff the frostings together to make it my own double stuff.
1: DIY! Yep. Where's the YouTube video? It's also National Dentist Day. Shout out to my dentist, John, there in Pacifica. National Employee Appreciation Day and National Day of Unplugging. Auntie Sandy will be unplugging in front of a slot machine here in less than 24 hours. Am I right? Yep. Uh, speaking of Sandy, she made her debut <laughs> on The Talk last week.
2: A couple days ago. Okay. They showed some footage from the uh, Oprah when she was at the Chase Center mm-hmm. because Carrie Inaba and Sharon Osbourne also were there. We were sitting a few, a few hundred feet from them. It was yep. really neat.
1: They got Sandy on camera. They did. I need to know who did your hair. Who did your makeup? Was that...
2: Uh, Myself. And my flattening iron was a mini one from CVS. So I'd really like to thank my sponsor, Ulta Makeup. (laughs)
1: The picture is literally where's Waldo in the audience. (laughs) We had to draw a little red arrow to Sandy's head. Yeah. But you could see the picture. Go follow Marcus and Sandy up on Instagram right now.
3: And that's what's trending today in the Bay.
2: Catch up on everything you'll be talking about with your friends at work today. Weekday mornings at 6.50, 7.50, and 8.50.
3: See those stories and more in the Marcus and Sandy blog now at 1013.com.
1: More music, more variety. Star at 1013. It's Marcus and Sandy 923. Good morning. It's time for Furry Fridays, and that is exciting. We
2: have special guest Tina from Hopalong Animal Rescue in the studio as we speak. Tina, you have brought two adorable little pitties, and they are so sleepy right now. They're just resting together with their heads tilted together. There S- are two S- of them over there? Two of them. Sakura oh. is a female, and Cabo is a male. Uh, tell us about these little—oh, and by the way, we are filming live right now. If you want to see uh, these sweet little babies, uh, feel free to come over because they, they are just chilling out.
1: Hashtag uh, itty-bitty pities. I
2: know. <laughs> at Star1013FM on Instagram and Facebook as well. So good morning and thank you, Tina.
6: Sure. So this is Sakura. This is Cabo. They are a pit and lab mix. They are extremely sweet. Sakura's the one that's gray, and Cabo's the one that's brown. Yeah. Uh, They're beautiful. I don't know if you can see them or not, but they have the most beautiful, striking green eyes. Mm -hmm. They're probably about 11 weeks old. They love to play. They love shoes. They love socks. (laughs) They love each other. They're always (laughs) cuddled together. At home, we currently have two other fosters, two um, two-pound Chihuahuas. Aww, so they you're play. So they <laughs> play with them, and we also have a sixty-pound pit bull at home. Oh, so wow. we have okay. five at home. They all play together.
1: Says my Why are they say. so
2: tired
6: today? We've never had animals. You come must in have here run just... them out already. I th- I think, Did they get too excited? Yeah. Well, we they were they usually run around and they usually will attack your shoes and bite your pants legs. Right. But we were trying to tire them out a little bit, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> yeah. Well, it worked. We were trying to <laughs> we were trying to beat the traffic, and we wound up getting here an hour early. So oh, okay, uh, that they, happens. That yeah. happens. Now they're what? really
2: really young. They're three and a half months old. Uh, they're
6: about eleven weeks old. Okay, yeah. got it. They're about eleven weeks old. They just had surgery two days ago but they were kind of back to craziness yesterday right? to Crazy didn't yeah. take them long at all not a at tired all. dog is
1: a happy dog yeah, yeah. that much i know so, so. Kora,
6: the female is a little bit more confident her brother the boy Cabo. whines a little bit more he, okay yeah he does a little bit more crying but not bad he cries in his sleep he doesn't even know why oh yeah
1: now um are they bilingual just kidding. You didn't get them in Mexico, right? I didn't what? You didn't. Okay. You, you named them after spots in Mexico, but you didn't actually get them from Mexico.
6: Oh, no. They were from Hop Along Rescue. They were um, from one of the shelters. Okay.
1: God, they look so sweet. Now, so when it,
6: they're older,
2: though, they're going to be bigger dogs.
6: They'll probably be about 60 pounds. Okay. Uh, we know that they're part lab just by looking at their feet. They have little hands that mm-hmm. are webbed like Labradors. Okay. They love baths. They don't mind at all. Put them in the shower. They try to bite the water. Oh, how cute. That's (laughs) so cute. I love watching dogs with the water drops. I love it. It's so cute.
1: And both, I'm going to reiterate because this is important. They get along with kids, other people, dogs of all sizes. Uh, So apparently well socialized.
2: Yeah, I don't even think they care that they're in here right now. They are so chill. It's so cute. The what
6: most are... amazing thing is we saw a group of Girl Scouts that were selling Girl Scout cookies, so all of the Girl Scouts wanted to hold a puppy. Yeah, who so doesn't? So we actually passed them from Girl Scout to Girl Scout. Oh. They were sitting on chairs, and they probably sat on maybe about at least a dozen little kids' laps. They were perfect angels. Oh, that's adorable. Very good with kids.
1: If you've been thinking about a puppy, now's probably the time. Uh, Tina here from Hopalong Animal Rescue against Okora, who is female, Kaba, who is male, their brother, sister. They're looking to adopt separately. Is that right?
2: Yes, separately. Okay.
1: Uh, and you can see them. They're online right now on our social media.
2: Yes. Uh, you can go to 1013.com slash furry Fridays. Yep.
1: Get all the info right there. Thank you guys for coming. Thank in. you so much. More music, more variety. Star 1013. It's Marcus and Sandy. Your girl Sandy headed to Vegas this weekend. I cannot believe you were refusing to drop 100 bucks on black for me.
2: Marcus is so creepy. He wanted to Venmo me $100 to, to put on black. Why like, is that uh, creepy? It's just creepy. Go, go gamble yourself. Hoser That's just weird.
1: walked in the room. Hoser works here. You would do this for me, wouldn't you? Of
2: course I would.
1: You walk into the casino. You got a hundred bucks in your hand. You drop the chips on black. I don't even care if you play roulette. But I
2: don't play. I like my slot machines. That's my little routine.
1: I was just trying to let us have a moment.
2: No, you weren't. You were being selfish because you want to gamble, and I am just happen to be there. You're my you're my gamble proxy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyways, have a great weekend. There is a rumor there's going to be some rain, so just be on the lookout for it. It won't be much, but it might be a little. And listen up to win your Backstreet Boys tickets all weekend. That's happening. All right, If you're a fan, they're coming for a couple of shows. We'll have you laced up all weekend long. Have a great one and we'll talk to you Monday morning on Star 101.3.